Thanks so much for being my special guest today, guys. Um, Nate, can you introduce yourself? Tell yeah. us a little bit about your relationship status and some of your beliefs. Yeah, I've been married to my wife for a year, just over a year. I'm Christian, so I look at a lot of my worldview, a lot of things I look at with my relationship or just anything in life. It comes from a Christian angle through the lens of Christianity. Um, a lot of flaws in the way I look at it though. I think a lot of Christians would even argue that I'm looking at things the wrong way, but I do my best to stick to it. And a lot of what I'm gonna talk about today comes from my ideas, my interpretations of what the Bible says and what, what Christians ought to live as. Sure, and you have a great perspective. Um, we're all trying to figure out relationships, right? So Absolutely, yeah. No one's an expert here. I just want to hear a little bit about your experiences, and also, Jay, I brought you here as a guest, as my boyfriend. Can you tell my listeners today a little bit about your background? I've been with Sherry for two and a half years. We live together. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, short and sweet. Well, let's dive right into the topic today. Um, so, today we're talking about how do you provide feedback to your girlfriend or your wife, mm -hmm. right, Nate? Mm -hmm. um, so, how do you express criticism where she responds positively to you? Um, she almost never responds positively to any criticism right away. It's something that takes time. It's, it's not something I have to bring criticism to her, you know, every so often. Um, but she doesn't respond positively a lot of the times. It's something that takes time, as in I have to see how she responds and then adjust um, how I bring it to her again, you know, in, in a way that hopefully she could accept it or give her some time to think about it and then bring it up again. So it's, it's like, a, it's not a one-time process. It's like an ongoing, continuous process that, well, um, that it, it, it takes both people. It takes me to deliver to her. It, it takes her to accept it, and it, it takes me to see how she responds and how how I could move forward with it again in the future. Perfect. So you're saying basically that um, when there's an issue, it's a recurring issue, and you just you're patient throughout that. Process. Right. It's definitely most of the time these criticisms are recurring issues. Absolutely. And it takes time. It takes time for her to change. It takes time for her to accept. Um, even after she accepts, it takes time for her to put into practice. You know, and those those are things that I have to continuously bring to her. Um, but I am always very careful about how she responds, how she reacts to it, um, before I think about how can I say to her again in a better way, in a different way. Definitely one of the things me and Jay agrees on is we have to deliver the truth to them. Walk us through the steps that you take when you bring up an issue with your wife. It's, it's weird to think of it as a steps, you know, because I'm, it's not like a procedure. It's not like a checklist of things you like step one, step two, step three. But I guess if I think about it that way, it's number one, I tell her, I just tell her straight up, like you're always running late, for example, or you need to respect other people's time, you know, things like that. And... But even when I'm saying it, I'm always thinking about um, does she feel loved as I'm saying this? Or does she only feel attacked? That's something I need to consider when I say it to her. Um, because just in any relationship or definitely in a, like a 
you know, guy-girl, definitely guy-girl relationship, maybe even guy-guy-girl-girl relationships, there is, there has to be love and there has to be respect. And if you feel unloved or disrespected, you're not going to react well to any kind of criticism, period. And so I need to make sure that she understands in that moment that I'm coming from a place of love and she needs to feel it, even not just know it, there's a difference between knowing it and feeling it, she needs to feel it in the way I've delivered to her. So how do you how do you walk us through how you deliver? I make sure my tone is right. Like I check my tone. I make sure that you know she's not like you know. Let's say like we're running late, so we're all just in this like frantic, hectic state of mind right now. I'm not gonna tell her then when she's already stressed out about something else. I'll wait later on to when she's in a better state of mind to accept something like this and. Um, and even think about it and even process it. Because in that moment, she can't. She's thinking about a million other things. But it's something that I'll kind of jot down in the back of my head and then bring it up to her when it's, it's a better time, I guess, for her to, to, to think about it more deeply and clearly. So let me ask you, Nate, uh, in that moment, do you think that you can deal with it? Do you think in that same frantic moment that uh, your wife is in, can I tell you you're late and you deal with it? Yeah, I think that I have the capacity Okay. In my mind. So here, see, here's the problem, right? As a woman, essentially, I feel like you should not want to be the stereotypical woman, right? Uh, you want to be taken serious in life because life doesn't care, essentially, you know. What is the stereotypical well, woman? Well, you know, yeah. I, we could go into the stereotypes. Um, so Jay, you're you were just saying that we shouldn't be stereotypical, right? Well, I feel like as a woman, you should want to fight the stereotype, whether it's true or not. You want to fight it. You know, you that you respond emotionally. Okay. So essentially, what's going on is that. He can't tell her, you know, hey, let's get it together because he's afraid of how she might respond, you know. So she's, he's like, like I said then and he didn't like, he's like coddling her in this situation. He's, he's protecting her from the actual truth. And in actuality, I feel like what's going on is he's hurting her. Now, him personally, I'm, I'm sure if he's anything like me, he would love to be able to just say, without thinking, hey, hurry it up. We got to get somebody to be, he would love to be, am I right about that? Without thinking about it, without, you know, sure. right. So, in that moment, right. Ideally, I'm like, I'm like, come on, let's go. You know, yeah. Right, you want to be able to do that ideally. And also for her, I think that it would, you know, behoove her in life to be the kind of person that can hear that without taking it personally. Yeah, without so, responding emotionally. So that's another thing we both agree on that it would be ideal, right? right? It would be per like, not perfect, but a lot easier if people could just take criticism on the spot, on the fly. And because it's the truth, like they could just accept the truth just in the moment, no matter what, right? If, if it would be so much easier if we could, but the fact is we can't. Now, We're see, that's, that's what I'm not sure about, Nathan. I think that really anybody can do whatever they want to do. And like Sherry has mentioned it before that uh, maybe it's about the way women are brought up and how maybe like, I think even you said it before I read it last night, that maybe it's about how... Uh, women aren't like don't play sports and don't compete when you're young because like at that point you like you will get criticized playing like I play baseball you'll get criticized in a heartbeat mm -hmm. and you only really redeem yourself like by doing better so I think you just brought up a good point that because women grow up differently than men do you think that you might have the capacity more likely have the capacity to take criticism a little bit better well you know what so, we know that the ideal isn't what it is so how do you respond knowing that she has this background so, in my opinion, the reason why it happens is irrelevant. Almost everything else, like, everything that happened in the past to me is kind of irrelevant at this moment, you know? Because if you're this kind of woman, it doesn't matter how you got there. To me, you have to be determined to get over it fast. So, like, how do you help her get over it? 
Uh, it's the opposite of nature. You tell them, you tell them, um, you tell them every time what it is. You don't spare their feelings because life isn't gonna spare their feelings. That boss isn't gonna spare their feelings. The guy in traffic is gonna spare their feelings. A cop stops you, he's not gonna spare their feelings. You wanna, you want her to, to get used to being a person who, essentially, I know it sounds crazy, but the person who you want her to be. I mean, as her partner, if this is what you want in a partner, you gotta express that to them. And if you want them to be somebody that can deal with controversy and criticism on the spot and not take it personal on the fly, you gotta bring it to them. Because when you don't do it, then you, you're enabling them to be who they are. Right? I feel like um, that's a, that's an oversimplified view of relationships. I think that when we talk about this is real life, this is what the world is, I think that relationships are so much more complicated than just what you said there. I think there has to be a level a deep level of love and respect in any relationship you know um one one way like I'll, i bring up the bible here and there you guys don't have to agree with the bible itself but like there's some points in the bible that i think applies in real life and they've done like scientific research studies on this where it's like okay this, that actually adds up like for example um most men need to feel respected and most women need to feel loved it's just biologically how we're wired and as a man, we don't we don't always feel like all right, like why don't why doesn't this woman get it um, when I'm just telling her the truth? Because like if my if my guy friend just told me, I'll, I would just accept it. I would just figure it out. But then a woman, she needs to feel loved in order to to respond well to any kind of criticism or any kind of relationship in general. And that's just the fact that that's how they're wired. That's how we're wired. Um, I think that, but you have to. Um, you have to consider that. That's a, that's a layer in a human relationship that you have to consider. So you cannot you, neglect. So and what do you think about that, Jay? Do you think that? I think that I'm going to need you to be a little bit more rational in these situations. I think that um, I would prefer to be with a partner that can be rational through these situations, you know, and to ultimately know that I love them and know that I'm only criticizing them for the for the greater good. I, mm -hmm. Like this is my ideal partner. Um, and uh, if you say that scientific studies, I gotta take your word for it. But I hate to write women off as just being emotional creatures. I told you that when I first met Sherry. I refuse to believe that every woman out here who exists is just this rolling ball of emotion that's out of control. Because I really don't like that. And I don't want to be with that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, as a man, um, I've had to overcome so much in my own life. Mm -hmm. um, I refuse to look at another person, man or woman, and say, I don't think you can overcome this because you're a woman. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that women can't overcome stuff. I think mm -hmm. that as you mature, you know, um, as people mature, they will change and evolve over time and learn how to take criticism on the fly or whatever it is. Um, but I think that always, always just thinking, I mean, I don't think women are, you know, balls of emotions that they react to everything emotionally. But there are things in a relationship where if they don't feel loved, they're not going to... It's the same way. If you don't feel respected by Sherry, even though she thinks she's respecting you, mm -hmm. but her tone of voice, her attitude, her body, whatever it is, if you feel disrespected by her, you're going to react to it too. Mm -hmm. Because that's how men are wired. We, we're wired to, to demand respect from people. Well, you know what's interesting about that is that I feel like I leave people in a situation where they have no choice but to respect me. You know? And... If ever she doesn't want to respect me, I look, I look at her as if she's the one that's crazy. You know, I, I, I will genuinely look at you like something is wrong with you if you don't respect me. Because I'll leave you in a situation where you only have to respect me. Saying that we need to be respected 
Therefore, you have to respect me for me to feel like a man. I feel like it's almost earned, you know? And there's certain men who I mean who I give a ton of respect for uh, too because they've earned it, you know? And the idea of not respecting them doesn't cross my mind. And I feel like also I'm in a similar shoes where people who know me probably will tend to give me respect. Now, as far as you get gaining love, the problem is that you have to get over this hump of I'm not being loved when somebody criticizes me, you know? That is irrational. It, it just is. And if that's how you're wired, I'm sorry for you to have to be wired that way. But you have to at some point decide to overcome it. Well, that's where I would, I would argue with you that you feel like you're doing everything to love her, right? Or feel loved or like, like you think she should feel loved. Um, you would acknowledge though that if she were to not feel loved, she probably wouldn't react well to a lot of things. Well, this is my issue. After she's mad at me for saying, hey, pick up behind yourself, she knows I love her still at the end of the day. It, it, might, it might be tomorrow, but in that moment, mm-hmm. maybe she doesn't know it. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not even sure if she doesn't know it in that moment. To me, it's not so much about love, it's about anger. You know, It's about whenever someone attempts to tell you how to better yourself, when you respond, with anger, you know, with, you know, now it's time to throw, I remember, like, the first time I ever criticized you, you came right back at me with something. I think you brought up a good and point. It was, and it was fantastic, because she's like, uh, I, I criticized Sherry for something, I forgot what it was, mm-hmm. and she told me, you know what, you need to see your family more, you don't see your family enough, you know what I said? Mm-hmm. You're right. How mm-hmm. do you, how do you navigate, how do you make sure that this person doesn't respond negatively with anger, frustration, anxiety, sadness, Well, see, this is, this is the problem. And you said that you wait for that moment. Right, I think that you need to understand who you're talking to. Like, if you're talking to me, Jay, yeah, you can just throw all kinds of criticism at me. Like, I'll respond the same way you just talked about. It was like, yeah, you're right, right? That's how I would respond. And that makes things easier, obviously, if everyone responded that way. But the fact is, as human beings, we're all different, mm-hmm. right? Well, see, well, if I can cut in, so we know we're all different. Mm-hmm. This is this is like really our conversation, right? This is this is the meat of it. The meat of it is, so we're all different, right? Some people are born genetically prone to be strong. Mm-hmm. Some are born to be, uh, you know, smart. Sure. Whatever it is. Sure. The thing is, once you know who you are, how serious do you take this idea of becoming the better version mm-hmm. at all costs? That's what's going on here. To me, it's not about accepting mediocrity. It's about becoming excellent. And you're, you're only going to b- become excellent by approaching this at a head, like head on and really getting into it. You so know? You, you, you must understand then that if this is your goal whenever you criticize someone, right? Mm-hmm. You're actually communicating to them that you're not excellent. Oh, yes. hundred percent. Right? And think about how they must feel then. You know what, Nathan? That's good. I always love this Jay-Z quote where it says, you hurt with what it hurts me to say that I ain't the one. I truly do believe that. It hurts when you show me the chink in my armor. Right. And you know what happens to me? A switch cuts on. That's what happens to you. But listen, this is my point. This is how you need to live your life. This is the well, so only that's way what to you live think. your life. That's what you believe. It's not necessarily right. Well, you know what? We need to start talking to people at the top. Because you, I'm... This is something know. you value, right? This is... So this this is the way I look at relationships. If this person... If Yana never changed, right? Uh-huh. And this is who she was the entire life, okay. I'm still going to love her unconditionally. Okay. When I talk about unconditional love, yeah. it means she could be the worst person. She could turn yeah, into a prostitute. She could go cheat on me with a thousand different guys. I'm still going to love her unconditionally. Not with the prostitute and condition and, and, and the I mean, That's, that's a biblical example. That's, right. a, that's, a, that's a love that God showed us. Well, and therefore, I'm called to have that kind of unconditional well, so love that's for what I, So I'm not saying that I don't love... Listen, I'm still here. Right. So, so I obviously still love Sherry despite who she I'm still here. Right. But what I'm telling you is that outside of everything else, as a person, 
I want me, I want everybody I know, whether it's my friend, my father, my girlfriend, I want everybody to get up and strive to be the best person they can be every day in their life. That's because that's what you value. It doesn't necessarily mean that's what they value at the moment, though. Oh, no. You know why? I know everybody values it. You know what? Everybody who you talk to will tell you they want to be better. Right. You, think, you think Sherry wants to be like every other girl, or does she want to be the special girl? So, right. let me, so let me get back to the subject, the heart of the matter, which is how do you get someone to become better, right? So is it approaching it head on? Is mm. that What's the, the most effective yeah. way? Let me bring up a, uh, something I read last night today. So like, you know how on pickup they say if you, get, if you are um, like being a... Um, what is it called? Like fear of rejection, right? Sure. You go out and you talk to a thousand girls. Yep. And you let them all reject you. Yep. And you get used to it. Yep. Something I read said, you know, what you need to do is to ask people how you feel about your life. Mm-hmm. Like, to, to pretty much ask for criticism. Mm-hmm. Ask people every month. Yeah. And then, whatever they say, implement it. And then just keep doing it until you can take criticism. Right. See, I refuse to believe that this is just a tell-all, end-all. This is it for me. And that's because the person I am now, I was not that person five years ago. And when somebody tells me that, oh, well, this is just it. This is me. This is who I am. I, I am not willing to accept it, not one bit. I feel like anybody can achieve anything they want to do. Mm-hmm. And the person who thinks they, they can and they can't are both right. So, Which person are you? Are you a winner or are you, are, are you a loser? Right. But once again, like, why is that so important? So you, you, you did bring up a point that everybody strives to be better than a better version of themselves, right? Yeah. That's true, right? But why not, not every moment of your life. Like there's something like when oh, I, no, of course I I'll tell you this right now I'm thinking about like like right now I'm not thinking about all right how could I be more fit how could I be more whatever right mm-hmm. throughout the day yeah like here and there I'll think about it like mm-hmm. while I'm eating lunch I'll think man I should eat healthier right mm-hmm. in that moment I'm motivated right but at this moment right now when we're having this conversation I'm not motivated about that right you're right right you're and right so I'm not always thinking about that but if you knew you had a detrimental fall mm-hmm. this is this was, I, I feel like when when you can't criticize a person because it's bound to happen in a relationship. And women love relationships and being married. You have a detrimental flaw. I'm not saying you gotta learn how to fly tomorrow. I might be trying to learn how to fly tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to, but when you have a detrimental flaw, you need to. Uh, you need, like this is this is serious business we're talking about. You know, mm-hmm. it's like having a drug problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you know, this right. is like being a, a drunk. Right. So you gotta me, fix it. Let me ask you this, then. You just said that you don't expect them to fix their flaw tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. When at what point do you does your patience run out? At what point does this become unfixable? There, there is no point. Uh, in my opinion, there should not be. So let's say it takes an entire year. Let's say it takes ten years for her, to, for like Yonga to overcome, you know, one of her flaws. That's something I need to be patient with. That's where like the unconditional love comes, play, comes into play. Even if she never changes, even if it takes her thirty years to change, I'm still gonna be there with her. I'm gonna love her through it, and I'm gonna try to, you know, the Bible talks about t- taking the speck out of your brother's eye. The Bible actually talks about pointing out people's flaws and sins and mistakes. I definitely should be doing that. That's the most loving thing to do, right? To, to help them become a better person. But it doesn't mean you're constantly nagging at them and constantly criticizing them. You have to talk, think about where are they and how do they respond to these things? And what's, like you said, what's the most effective way for them to respond to it? So, um, and one last thing. By unfixable, I mean not where you you know, divorce Yanga because she didn't fix this flaw, mm. but at what point do you just give up on telling her to fix this flaw? I never give up. Okay, you just continue to Yeah, talk. if it's something that, and it's something that I'll talk with her, so it's not something I would just say, you're wrong, right? Or, I would make sure that she doesn't feel belittled in that situation, right? I would make sure that she, she understands, I'm coming in a place of humility, 
That's the number one thing I think is super important. You have to come from a state of humility. That's why I didn't like the word cuddle, coddling. Mm-hmm. Because coddling implies you, you're like this very mature adult, wise adult, and you're talking to a baby who's well, that's, very immature, right? That's essentially what it is. You're talking to somebody who has, a, who has an immature uh, no, emotional I, response. I would, I would say that. So you're they're, only, they're, they're, they're not mature emotionally, Nate. When they, when they can't respond to criticism, and uh, without being irrational. That's your opinion. I would say that's your opinion. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think you can necessarily define it. That oh, no, way. oh, no. I think so. I think that when someone cannot... Nate, if you, who who's probably given, you know, Nathan, your world... Uh, not, oh, my God. Uh, younger your world, right? Mm-hmm. If she, Nathan? Yes. <laughs> if she can't respond to you... Yeah. Um, criticizing her simply for being on time mm-hmm. without... Taking it the wrong way, she is not mature in some capacity. Sure, that's that's it. That's all. So I feel like in that regard, you are this great mature person, and you're calling somebody who isn't mature in I, this regard. But I think the, the the mentality you approach that with, I think it's it's still flawed. I think that I need to come with like this the mentality of. I'm actually serving her. Like she actually is better than me. So what we can do is we can argue all day long. That you're probably, well, in my opinion, you're probably not serving her. You're probably doing her a disservice when you don't come to them directly. Why, with it. why, why is he doing that? I'm saying every time that she doesn't do something how he wants it to do and he doesn't bring it right to her, he is like he's shielding her from what's really going on. What's wrong with the shield? It's a, it's a disservice because she'll never really get it. It's going to always, it's going to be a 10 year process. Also, keep in mind that this is where we're actually disagreeing on is. I'm still bringing it to her directly. I still, we still agree that we have to bring it to them directly, mm-hmm. right? When I say, when I, you know, the coddling term you're using, right? I'm not not telling her the truth. I'm telling her, you have a problem. I'm telling her, you need to fix this. But I'm telling her in a different way. Right. It's the tone. It's the way I'm delivering to so her. What is your it's deli- the timing of it. Yeah. What is your delivery? So, so what I found, with, I, so, so what I found with women for the most part is that, and maybe and, and your yours might be different, is that um, really there's. There's only one tone that they hear. I feel like there's only one tone that they that hear. Before Jay-Z again, most niggas don't get the message to the weapons of drum. Most people don't really want to concede what you're saying until it's fighting words time. Well, I think there's also the approach of love. Like, if you could show them love and then you'd be like, and also this, you know, like, I, I love you, you affirm them, you tell them, you know, make sure they feel love, and you're like, and this thing bothered me today. You know, like, it bothered me that we were just all rushing this morning and you, you're, you're constantly late. It's like a habitual thing. So, you know, like, like, the way you bring it, I think they're, they respond to it completely two different ways. So they, if, I, if I snap at Yama in the moment, right, she's not going to respond well. But if I tell her later on at night, I'm like, man, this morning was, everything was so hectic, you know, like, whatever. But I, I'm glad it worked out. But, you know, like, in the future, we should do. You know, oh, she'll, yeah, so, she'll respond to it way better than so, that. So, so I found in my experience that neither way it works. I found that in my experience, the problem is, that, and, I, and I feel like maybe... Maybe you got lucky, but when I read articles that, that claim that women take criticism very poorly, and I, and there's a lot of them out there, I feel like guys, most guys aren't stupid, and they've typically tried every approach, you know? Like, I feel like really, whenever you mention something to somebody, like their first goal is to get defensive, and when you come from a spot, in my opinion, in my history, mm-hmm. when you come from a spot of weakness, you know, and you just mention it, like like, like we're talking about, they typically so you, you you found a bunch of articles and you found a lot of like people talking about yeah women take criticism way less well than men right 
So I, you you must understand that there is something biological. There is something going on there. Right. That's what I'm. That's well, right. yeah. But right. And right. So but, and so you can't just say like I'm more mature than this person because I have the genetics to be stronger than her. Right. You well, must what, understand I, what I am saying is that this though. I get what you're saying, right? Because right. it makes sense what you're saying. But I feel like if you know there's a better way. You have to do all you can to get there. Even if you are prone to be a weeping mess, I want to see you trying to not be a weeping mess. Okay. Because I feel like whoever you are, Nathan, no matter what circumstances are, hey, Nate Robinson played basketball at five foot eight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't care who you are, you know, whatever you want to happen, you can make it happen. It's about how bad you want it. So once, you, once your flaw is exposed, I want to see you working to improve it every day, especially if it's detrimental. Especially if it's counter who you want to be, because I'm telling you right now, nobody wants to marry somebody who they can't tell we're running late. So let me, behind yourself. we understand that you know no one wants to marry somebody like that. Um, clearly, you know Nate, you have married someone who doesn't take criticism well, and you love her unconditionally, and you, you're willing to work, work through that. Um, let, let me just finish wrap this up by asking you guys: Is there are there any don'ts for men? as far as giving out feedback, right? And then also, what are your advice to women to receiving that feedback, what would you tell them? So, my don'ts are the exact same thing I've been saying before. You, There must be love. There must be the conscious effort of love when you deliver truth to her. So I think definitely um, there needs to be love when you deliver truth. Um, especially understanding it's a woman that who biologically needs to feel that love. Um, whether that's rational or not, that's how they're biologically wired, and you need to consider that. Whether they're, eight, they're an 80-year-old mature woman, she still will, you know, maybe she's gotten to a point where she she could separate the emotions with the reality, like the rationalism, right? But understanding that human beings, we react emotionally, we're emotional beings, and you have to consider that when you talk about rational or irrational. Um, I feel like the human aspect of this is more important in a relationship, especially, um, than just is it rational, is it not? And how do you show love to your wife? Um, I will make sure I affirm her, like understand, like I would listen to her and, you know, let's say she's she's stressed out about something and I feel like she, she brought that on herself, right? But I will still make sure she understands, I, I feel, I empathize with her that she's stressed. And that yeah, that totally sucks. Like I would, I would keep on making sure she understands I'm on her side, on that I will support her in that. And then later on, when she's less stressed, that's when I will be like, all right, in the future, you know, this, 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 you did this, that therefore it made you more stressed. Let's try to do this next time. Like I would bring it up that way and um, just have those conversations with her. Just, just communicate with her on. And you've seen that be effective. It's very effective. I think I got lucky with Young in terms of she's very self introspective and she actually thinks about herself. A lot, um, not in a not in a conceited way, but in a all right. How can I become better? So she does think of that a lot on her own. So I got lucky in, in, from that angle. But so on the flip side, your don'ts for 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 men is then to make sure you make sure there's love. Don't make sure, show hate. Don't show hate. It's not even hate. Just make sure you like the person does not feel belittled or attacked or judged. That's why well, I don't if like I, if I can cut in anything, you yeah. can't control that. You cannot control you how, they, how they perceive it. No, I think you could. I think cannot. I think that that's what a relationship is. You See, understand how they receive love. You, you understand is, what they need to feel love. Right. Because right? well, like her and another girl would feel it differently. Right? I get what you're saying, right? But at at, at some point, what you got to concede is that you can simply tell them, "Hey, we're running late. Can you can you uh, pick it up?" 
And no matter what, they can perceive it however they want to perceive it. And it's something you can't control. I think there's something you can control. I think that, like, the, your tone, um, the words you use, the you word can, choices you use, you like, can, those are things you should consider. But you can use a, um, you can use a tone. I'm telling you, every guy's tried. I, I, I know if any guy's listening to this, he, he will agree with me that he's tried everything. We're not just blundering idiots just come out yelling and pointing. I would argue that he hasn't tried everything. I would argue that there's no way anyone can try everything. Well, let me tell you, so, as someone who's tried a bunch, I, re- I will tell you that any form of criticism, it's like it's like with them, criticism will not be tolerated. And I think you got to talk to him. I gotta, you got to talk to her like, look, I tried. I tried to show you love, but you still didn't feel love. What about it did you not feel loved about? Listen, Nathan, when it comes to me and how I criticize, I am captain is cool. Right, because you're a guy. Because you don't, you like, you know what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like biologically, you're stronger in this, right? And biologically, maybe women are not as wired for that. So I mean, you know what? This is very interesting because really, we got a much deeper issue. Is that I guess like you don't like you're not giving women credit for being able to handle these kind of situations. And well, I feel I'm, like well, maybe you're you, right. You, you even talk about it. There's so many articles and studies about this, like right. specifically about. But this. see, maybe you're right, right? right? But I still don't believe that they can overcome it. They so, better. Right, but then you so, shouldn't you shouldn't expect him to overcome it within you know the same like this year. Well, not not this year, but you got to see progress. Right, but so, so during that time of like them ramping up to that point where they could, right? What do you do during that time period? So once I, you once I they're at that like, once they're at that point when they're forty years old, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Once they have their own kids, maybe they'll figure it out then, right? Once they're at that point, yeah, you could be just super direct with them and they'll get it, right? But up to that point, what do you do during that see, period? Well, I don't see what what you're doing. I don't think would be effective. I don't think it will be effective uh, because it's 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 too much of like it's like a crutch almost, you know. And if you give somebody a crutch, they'll lean on it. I think you need. I to. think I think of it more as like when you're working out, right? You start with lighter weights, right? Or you start with like assisted pull-ups, assisted whatever, right? But you ramp up to it. You get to the next level. You get to the next stage, and then you get stronger that way. You right. don't get stronger immediately. But overnight. here's the problem. With, and, and let me advise you as a woman. And, and, and let me just say, Nathan is a, is a Christian, and he found a Christian woman. Let me preface by saying that. But as a woman, if you're if you're listening, you don't want to be. You don't have until you're 40 to get this shit right. So here's my advice for women. Understand that this is the guy's perspective, right? And number one, a guy needs to feel respected. The more a guy feels respected, the more he will show love. It should actually be the other way around. The more the guy shows love, the women will show more respect, right? But either way, what you could do as a woman is show them, make sure the guy always feels respected. If you if you respond in a way that he feels disrespected, it's gonna be so much harder for him to show love back. It, to me, it's not even about disrespect; it's just about anger. But 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 women, you do not have twenty years to get this right. I'll, what Nate is saying is a perfect scenario, and I'm sure a lot of you out there can can attest to the fact that perfect scenarios are very few and far between. You don't have years to get this right. There will be some... It, think about the way you were in the beginning when you first met your guy. There will be somebody who is just like you were five years ago, two years ago, even six months ago that will take him away because he, because she is simply not a hard time. You do not have a lifetime to get this this uh, stuff right. Trust and believe. And especially if you meet a guy that's really worth it, that's really really desirable, has stuff going on, the attractive, you do not have a lot of time to get it right. So take that with a grain of salt. You can, you can think you do... And if, if you want to, but I feel like you are misleading yourself and you're lying. You're, you're getting older every day. Uh, your, your chances of having a mate are, 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 are getting less every day. You know, your childbearing years are getting uh, fewer every year. You have all these factors against you. Do not take this lightly. If you have a problem, don't fix it tomorrow. Fix it today as, as soon as you can because you're, you're, you're only improving your chances, you know. And 
Making some guy afraid to criticize you is the biggest detriment to your life you're doing. If 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 you feel like you gotta get a good man who's a leader and strong and is rational, do not make him feel like he can't criticize you because one day he's gonna stop. And every error of your ways is gonna last slide until one day some woman doesn't have those errors and takes him away from you. And because you because he couldn't tell you how to be, you're gonna end up on the outside looking in. Just my advice to you. Now, what's your question, Sherry? So you're telling women that they should be fearful, so therefore they need to fix it. I'm fearful. Everybody is fearful. I'm fearful. For, I'm I'm fearful at this stage in my life too that there are some things I need to get right before I can't do them anymore. We all need to be fearful because that clock don't stop ticking, sweetheart. I'm sorry. So it what keeps about going. life keeps on going by? Now, and one day you will look up and be on and be and be regretful of what you could have been, who you could have had, or where you could have gone in life because you didn't take it seriously when you had the time to. Go ahead. So you're not, you're saying that they can't find women who, like a Christian man like Nate, who would work with them and have patience and, and love them unconditionally. So I feel like if I had to find a Christian woman, the chance of her being you is nearly impossible. And describe what you would. What's a that? A black woman, a young woman. You know, someone young, attractive, and fun, and I feel like it's, I mean, is it possible? So yeah, Christians but. Christians aren't young and, young and attractive. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's just, look, look so, so and Nate, and Nate is a devout Christian. So, his constraints are, in my opinion, pretty severe. He's got severe constraints. Like, where, 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 for every, I don't know what, maybe 100 women that I can consider, he might can consider one. If it might be worse than that, am I lying? Think oh, actually, like, I'm looking for a Christian woman versus you're looking for whoever. And that's what you're talking about. Well, not exactly whoever, but, whoever. but yeah, yeah. That's a severe constraint. Right, okay, yeah, sure. I, so, I have a smaller pool of people to work with. Significantly smaller. Absolutely. So, like, it might be 1% of my pool. And, so, the, and so, it's not just Christianity, it's a devout Christian as far mm -hmm. as, like... You see, you gotta be real Christian. So, yeah. so, how that affects him, in my opinion, how that affects it, the way he, he um... This may or may not be right. I mean, hey, I might be putting words in my mouth or, or in your life, or in your mouth. Or maybe you might even be lying to yourself. But I feel like if you only have less than 1% of people you can consider, you are going to be more inclined to give them more slack. Whereas the average man who doesn't, who can consider more than 1%, will not give you that much slack. I think the way I look at it, like giving slack, so I see what, you're, I see what your point is saying. Because you mentioned 40 years old. I see, I see your point. I see what you're saying, but I would disagree with you on that. I think that the way, as a Christian, I look at marriage, the way I value marriage, is that um, there's just this, the unconditional love, once again. I think that that's a super important part of the Christian life, um, just from the fact that that's what we believe God has done for us, is, is showed us unconditional love. We've turned away from him, we've rejected him, we've, you know, idolized other things, we have prostituted ourselves to other idols, you know, that kind of thing, right? And yet he still loves us. Mm -hmm. And he, he actually had a prophet go and do the exact same thing, just to demonstrate this is how my love is for you, for you guys. And I think that as a Christian in a marriage, that's what we're supposed to demonstrate. And so from that angle, yeah, I'm, I'll give her a lot more quote-unquote slack. Or the way I would actually say it is, I will work with her mm -hmm. and make sure I build this relationship together. You know, her differences, my differences, understanding them and understanding how, you know, we could get to a place together rather than I feel like I'm right all the time. That's, that's the biggest thing I think that guys do. I think girls do it too. But always just, always just, when you bring criticism, it's, it shouldn't have this attitude of I'm right. Right? It, it really shouldn't, I think. It should be like, let me, it should be this like loving, serving attitude of, let me show you another way. And if you accept it, you accept it. If you don't, let me show it to a different way. You know, like, you I know, think there, there's, there's a difference in that. 
that's that's fine. Like that's fine, but I do feel like that's a Christian bubble. You know, I feel like the way you're describing this is not real life for a lot of people. You know, that's fine within your relationship, but I feel like once you get out into the real world, you know, like if none of the work will all work tomorrow, nobody is gonna bring criticism to her in that regard. It's gonna be abrupt and it might it's gonna be a lot harsher than even I would do it. It might be in a way that they make fun of you, you know. That's life in my in my in my in my opinion. Sure. Life doesn't spare you the way you're sparing her. And I feel like I'm not sure if you would, Nathan. I don't I don't think you would, but you probably wouldn't raise a child that way. You probably wouldn't want to have have an eighteen year old that has to be coddled in that regard. So that's life. the thing. That's where I differ, that's why I don't like the word coddling. With the kid, right? Um, I would definitely there'd be times, you know, actually maybe similar, right? Like I would there'd be times where there'd be a lot more times with kids where I'm way more direct. Right? A lot of times it's just like no that's just the way it's, it has to be especially at an earlier age later on in life it's like all right you make your own decisions but here's what i think is the right way here's so what i believe is the right way what you said pretty much supports what i'm saying like given this opportunity to raise like this mound of malleable clay you're going to be direct with them. you're not going to call them you want to be direct with them because i mean i don't know your reasoning but it would seem to be that you want them to be a certain way Mm-hmm. And while they're impressionable, I want to get you just like how when I'm, I'm assuming when you were young and how how when I was young, mm-hmm. there was none of this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring it to you in a place of love. And mm-hmm. now look at, at our age now, it's, you take it like it's nothing. I respond to criticism with, with determination. Mm-hmm. That's my only response to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? we know how you respond. Again, this is about how you provide feedback for women to respond positively. So well, now I already asked Nate if it was effective. Has it been effective for you? Your approach. To, um, to providing feedback where has it the more direct approach yeah the more direct the head on no hasn't okay but, so why would you continue to it's almost like craziness isn't it no it's not because really it's about the person who you with you know I think that at some point everybody has to make a decision on a person who they're with so so like, if you're saying so do you, would you assume if we said the bubble was small for Christian women right about Christians would you assume then that the the bubble would be small for women to be criticized, right? Or I would, do, you, I would, do you think a lot of women can take criticism? I well? think that I think that there, and I would hope that I'm right. That um, let's say that Nate's right, and most women are um, the kind of women who, who um, can't take it very well, right? Let's say that's kind of true, and most women can't take it well. I would still like to think that there are some women who still want to be better at all costs, and that I can criticize them, they can pick it up and get with the program. Versus uh, me trying to find this one woman who can I believe some women out there can be criticized. I'm not saying they are. I'm, I think it's probably more than we think there are. So in the situation that you're you're in, though, right? So mm-hmm. we know that there's women out there, just a few select women that can probably take criticism very well, right? Okay. Well, I'm not, not, I'm not sure that's true or not. Again, again, hey, these are not my views. I'm not so sure if women can't do it. Go ahead. So you're with a woman who can't. So for in that scenario, what would you do? What would you... What is the most effective approach if you say that? So listen, for my for my own sanity, for my own sanity, I believe I, I have to I have to be the kind of person who I am. For my own sanity, I can't be anybody else. That's why I always say whatever your partner wants is right. Whatever your partner wants is right because you have to live with this person. So if you want me to do something that's super irrational and you want to be crazy, if that's what you want, I gotta decide if I can do it or if I cannot do it. I'm telling you that. Uh, I'm not the kind of person that's going to put a lot of time and effort into just telling you that you have to clean up behind yourself. I want to be able to. I want to be able to do it one time, and I want to be able to move on. So, so wait, wait. So, so yes, the criticism is right, right? The whatever outcome you want, desired, her to pick up by behind herself, right? That's right. 
Now, what about the approach? Is there a right or a wrong way for the approach? Again, this is what I'm saying. Listen, whoever you are, you gotta be that person. Whatever you want, you have to be that person. You get what I'm saying? I can't put on a facade for a long time for your, for your sake. I know I can't. To do so would be reckless. I want, again, what I wanna do is I wanna be able to tell you one time, this is how things need to be. And I want you to be able to pick it up and get with the program. That's all I want, that's who I am as a person. You know, I have faith because you know that's the right approach that one day you'll get there. But I'm not saying that I'm gonna, I don't wanna have to put, there's so much going on in life. So obviously for you, there's, there's a, you don't expect everyone to just pick up things like change immediately of overnight, right? Not. So there's, there's a time period. Yes. What's your time period? What's your, what's now your, this, what's this your what I, This is what I always tell Sherry. Nobody knows. Nate, and I know you say, you know, you've got unconditional love forever. And you say that, and that's fine. But hey, I'm sure there's a lot of Christians. Well, as, as, as a human too. being, there's a freaking point. Here I, we go. Absolutely. Now, nobody knows. That's my thing. Nobody knows. Nobody can tell you, well, if you give me 10 more small offenses or or two big offenses, I'm going to Nobody knows. All of a sudden, one day, you're going to wake up and it's going to be done. Or all of a sudden, one day, you're going to meet somebody that's not that person and it's going to be done. What you need to do as an individual is take heed in everybody's advice they give you and try to implement it for your own sake mm -hmm. as fast as you can. All right, like, I'm, I'm not sure when my job will fire me for being a jackass. Mm -hmm. But if they tell me I'm a jackass, I know I better work on it t t uh, tomorrow because they're, they're, who knows well, if actually, they Well, actually, why do you have to? Like, so that's that's kind of the same thing with... Oh, no, wait, if I love my job, that's why I do it. If you love the person you're with, then you need to be doing it. If she loves who I am as a person, then she needs to realize that And vice versa. If she's telling you Nathan, that she feels unloved in the way you're bringing to her, you have to respond to it. But that's where, listen, that's where I'm, I'm that's where it's different. So you can always say as a person, I can't provide that for you. What do you want to do? Mm -hmm. I can't provide that for you. What do you want to do? This is who I am. Just like she could give me that same ultimatum. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like if you tell your partner, this is what I want. Same goes for her. She can tell me, this is what I want. I can always say either I can do it or I can't do it. So but if I love her as a partner, chances are, I'm gonna do it, You're gonna try and it. I would I would expect the same for her. If she loves me, and I say, "Listen, girl, I'm, I got so much going on in my life. I got so many big fish to fry. I don't have time to sit up and hold your hand through while you got to be a good person, while you can't be a bad person. You know, mm -hmm. I want to be able to tell you one time, this is bad for everybody. Think about that, Sorry. and I want, and I want her to be able to pick it up and get with the program so we can move forward. I don't want to put a lot of time into stuff that I think is trivial. Like if you got to tell somebody too many times, that being. They're dragging ass and you're late. I feel like that's a trivial matter. That's a one-time deal. If she can't look at the clock and say I'm late, there's an issue right there. You get what I'm saying? As a person, as a human, mm -hmm. you got to be able to take that advice and take it, internalize it and keep moving with your life because it, let me tell you, it only gets harder from there on. So this is this is something you value, as in you know, just making sure you are better as a person. That's rather, why I'm as a person. Right. That's something you value. But that's what everybody who's alive needs to value. At some point, a lot of people felt like their life wasn't worth it, you know? Mm -hmm. My life wasn't worth living. I was down and out. I was sad, whatever it is. At that moment, you had to believe you had to be a better person, right? Mm -hmm. And you had to go after it, you know what I'm saying? Whether it was, you know, young and decided to go to school or when you had to get, you know, you got fired one time. At some point, everybody had this moment, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody who's alive needs to value being the best person they can because we don't got much time. So, and look so, up, so I'm, with you, I'm with you on that. I think everyone agrees with that. Like, okay. you need to value that. You need to, you know, continue to be better. Basically, what I'm here for both of you guys is learning how to compromise them, right? So, like, obviously, you want her to be one way, and then she wants to feel love. So, is there a way, there, is there a balance between that, right? Okay. So, if I could in first, to me, there's no compromise. 
if again, if you want something from a partner, no, no, this is serious. Mm -hmm. Like you're not willing to compromise on her Christianity. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want in a partner, you have to make sure you get it because you're gonna be married with them for the rest of your life for 40 years and you can't have these little loose ends tied up. If you, there's no compromise on some stuff. When you tell, told me in the beginning what you wanted, I didn't make you compromise. I gave you what you wanted because I valued you. And on that same regard, if I'm telling you that I value a partner that does this, you gotta decide if you love me, if you wanna be with me, and you gotta try to make it happen. Because otherwise, especially as a woman, if you won't do it, somebody else will. They always say that. Nate, do you have any remaining thoughts? There has to be love, there has to be respect, um, and there has to be truth. I think we both agree on the truth part. Um, and Jay saying that he could try to show love on his end, but the way she, re she re the way she receives it, that's up to them. And 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 he's actually saying that it's not relevant when it comes to truth. But I would argue all day that it's very relevant because we're human beings. You could be rational as you want. You could be scientific, whatever it is you want. But I think as human beings, there's an extra element of emotions and um, feelings and love that you have to factor into play in a relationship. In a human being, in a business environment, yeah, we take that out. We make sure we take that out. But a relationship, this is something else. This is something much more deeper, a, a human level thing. This is something maybe even animals don't have. I think humans have this at a much deeper level. Um, but I, I, that's, that's, I think that's where we could dig, dig deeper into that maybe in the future. But I think that's really where me and Jay differ. But yeah, thanks so much, guys. All right.